Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. But hey, Jay, we're just talking about church today. And I, I titled our little live discussion. Have you ever noticed there's tensions in the church? Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> now we can talk about all the internal stuff, but but what we want to do is, uh, and JD and his wife Liz, uh, they planted a church in Seattle, Washington, that is flourishing and blowing going today. Amen. Well, under our friends, the Box and their their leadership. But they, were, they birthed this thing, and then they birthed uh, Antioch Austin, which is a flourishing church, part of our community, extended family. And so a lot of church planting experience among these dudes here. Uh, but for all of us, uh, we all felt called to the church as the answer yeah. to plan A for his glory to be seen in the earth. And man, if we're ever needed in the earth, it's right now. If we're ever needed in America and the neighborhoods and the challenges, we are here. Um, yeah. But Jay and I were talking yesterday, and that's why we're going live. Um, and uh, Jay, oh, this what we call him now. Do you know that Jordan? I, I didn't know that. Jay, oh, yeah, Jay, oh. And uh, is so, that like your rapper name? Since you got your hat on backwards, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling kind of Antioch today. I got my big A hat on. Actually, is this shirt? Oh, that's that's the Norman guy. Hey, shirt. you Look see this? Cute. It's All in right. Russian. All right. Whoa, wow. there it is. Wow. Way to go, man. I was actually, yesterday, I uh, did uh, a video for uh, World Mandate Russia. So, oh, wow. you know, my, 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 my side comment here is, hey, rulers do wicked things, but people are still beautiful. And, and yeah. the people of Russia are beautiful people who uh, are our friends. Uh, they want righteousness. They want goodness. Amen. They want loving kindness. And so we're praying for Russia, even as we're praying for Ukraine, yeah. uh, because the people matter. Uh, and we're praying that these rulers will bow to the knee of Jesus so that uh, righteousness prevails. But in the midst of it, we've got beautiful people that we love and, and walk with. And, and yeah, that's uh, right. so anyway, I was just, just giving them a, a little shout out encouragement uh, here this week. All right. So here's our deal. Um, Jay and I were talking yesterday about church and all the different emphases, the emphases that happen in church. And, you know, about the time you get the worship down, you find out the discipleship's waning, about the time you get the discipleship down, somebody says, oh, you don't care about the poor. Then you kind of start caring for the poor. And then, oh, well, you don't, you know, care about the counselor and, you know, all that. So That's we all live in that. So Jay, I've, I've never had that conversation before. What's that? I've never yeah. had that conversation before. Yes. And then the beauty that we all have, for those listening, you're like, man, who are these nuts? Just just the beauty that we have is that I always say, uh, and you may not know these references, but one day they want me to be Bill Johnson. Another day, day they want me to be um, Francis Chan. The next day they want me uh, to be, uh, you know, Elevation Worship. The next day they want me to be James Dobson. The next right. day they want me to be a conservative. The next day they want me to be a liberal. The next day they want right. me to be you know, you just you just can't win. That can't be housed in one person. That's right. why it's called the church. All right. That's right. Now let me quit the rambling. Talk to us, JD. What do you yeah. find the tensions in the church? What's a picture that God's given you uh, that yeah. can help us out? You know, we 
um, we're, are in one of those seasons where you, it can be very easy to get tempted into believing that what's happening solely is what we only care about. Right. I think it's like there are, God breathes on things in seasons and um, we, in, in a church, the beautiful thing about what we're doing is we're building a house. Yes. And the, this is the picture the Lord gave me as I was talking with our core team here in Austin um, because there were these tensions that always happen, right? They, it's like you can set your watch to them. Like it's going, someone is going to feel like their thing, if you will, uh, is not important or isn't cared about. Right. Um, and the picture that, of the house that the Lord showed me is that the beautiful and unique thing about who we are as Antioch is that we're not called to build a room in the house. Right. We're called to build the whole house. Right. And that means that we are going to be carrying tensions as a local church mm -hmm. uh, that honestly, if managed, can be beautiful opportunities, but they're also traps yeah, uh, that right. can lead to some real division. And the picture very simply is like a house has different rooms, right? You yeah. have take the living spirit. room. Take us through the house. Yeah, if you, if you walk into my house, the first room you're going to enter into is the living room. And the point of that room is for us to get to know each other. I mean, yeah. the, the whole design mm -hmm. of it, the way the furniture set out. Uh, and you actually know that when you come in. Like, I don't have to tell you, hey, come to the living room. You know, like it's, yeah. you're going to come in and walk into the living room. And the living room are our large corporate gatherings. That, yeah. That's what they are. Like, mm. it's a place where people can come in. They can feel our family. They can experience who we are. They can, mm. there's a warmth there. There's an acceptance there. The door is open. Uh, but that's not the only room of our house. We also right. have a study. Yeah. And that study is our discipleship school, our mm. pathways for growth for people. What in mm. Austin we call growth courses. Just that yeah. continue. I think in Waco you call them life. You. It's yeah. that continual pursuit of we want to know Jesus and move forward in our relationship mm. with God. We 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 want to study. We want to dig deep. Then right. we have the kitchen, right? The kitchen's life group. That's where real conversation happens. Yeah, like, you know what I'm like that's where yeah. More the real. Yeah. yeah, it's the real honest of life happens in the kitchen, you know, and you even it's so funny when you have people over, there's usually a progression into the kitchen yes. throughout the evening. Yeah. And that conversation is usually the more uh, open and vulnerable. It, there's just something about it. And, mm -hmm. and that's what life group is. And then we also have a bedroom. Mm -hmm. And that's like the deep, intimate encounters. And like when you walk into someone's house for the first time, you don't go into their bedroom. It's right. like, weird. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Right. And so the bedroom for us is like, those are those like deep encounter moments, revival mm -hmm. nights, yes. where it's just like, where it's the raw, intimate, where the family goes deep with one another. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we, we have a guest room too which mm -hmm. is people who are here for us for a season that are mm -hmm. to be sent out to then mm -hmm. build their own houses, right? Mm -hmm. And so the, the tension that we carry is that a lot of times mm -hmm. churches, movements, they feel really called to a room in the mm -hmm. house. Yes. And um, 
and I'm thankful for the rooms that those people build and we grow with them yeah. and we go to their room and we're yeah. like, whoa, Woo, that's wow. a good room. <laughs> that's a good room, you know? <laughs> uh, and you're like, dude, I'm, I'm pumped for it. And we get excited and we're like, okay, man, let's go. Uh, and the tension that we carry is that we, we, we're not just building that room. Yeah. But we're also to build the entire house. Yeah. And so when we start building the entire house, you're going to have people, everybody has a leaning towards one of those rooms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, yeah. Uh, just who you are, uh, yeah. call it whatever, gifting, personality. Yeah. You're going to think like, man, that room is my favorite. Like, yeah. I really like the way that room is designed. I like how that room feels. Yes. And the trap is that when we start thinking that our room should be the house. Yes. And that's where a lot of times the tension on, not just in churches, but really I see it morely on teams of right. leadership teams, because you have people that are called to carry that room. Yes. And, you know, we've got the big word over our movement, the boiler room. And, and yeah, yeah. one of the things that we've translated this boiler room picture into these smaller rooms that we're communicating through as a church is that every room has a fireplace. Yeah, and, it's good. And, and every room needs a fireplace steward. Like if that fire is to stay hot in that room, it's gotta be watched, it's gotta mm -hmm. be nurtured, mm -hmm. and it's got, but it demands from the leader that they stay connected to the house mm -hmm. and not isolate themselves in their room. Because mm -hmm. the tension of all of us is going to think that our room the one that we're drawn to, the one that we're stewarding the fire in, mm. is the most important room. Yeah. And that's where I think this kind of built-in division that kind of pops out sometimes, um, when actually it's, a, it's also an invitation for us to yeah. be a full picture of heaven, to be yeah. a place where people can come in, grow in God, find real community, yeah. experience deep wells in Jesus and then be sent into the purpose of God for them in the earth. And it's hard to carry that yeah. uh, as a leadership team. It takes way more communication. Um, mm. It takes way more intentionality. And I think the last thing I'll say is it takes you showing up in rooms that you don't lean to, yes. to remember that you need them. So like we're always telling our team like, hey, look, so yeah, they're doing this prayer thing and it's the college is doing it or whatever. If you lean towards the living room, you should probably go to the college encounter night mm -hmm. because it's going to remind you this is a beautiful room. And yes. so that tension that you feel gets really subdued very, very quickly in the presence of God. And the same thing for like if you're super hot in the, the encounter room, the bedroom, you're like, this is all that matters. It's good for you to go to an evangelistic service and see people make a decision to follow Jesus for the first mm -hmm. time because you're like, man, this living room really matters because it's mm -hmm. the living room that's going to allow them to have this deep encounter um, that mm -hmm. we're having. So that's kind of how we've been managing uh, the tension mm. in trying to build a whole house and not just rooms. Wow. You know, so what two things I think about then when you're, you're on, buddy, uh, J.O., is, uh, is, you know, the body has tensions, right? When you do your arm like this, I have muscles mm -hmm. and tendons that pull both ways in order for this arm to work. Mm -hmm. If it just yes. went one way, this thing would flop and never rebound because right. it didn't have anything pulling it back. 
the tension is needed for the power to be released. Amen. The, 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 the tension is needed. So if I don't need anybody, if I house the fullness of God, then I'm never going to get married. I don't need kids. I don't need, but that's not, that's not, God made me incomplete in yeah. my passions, desires, uniqueness, and gifting. He made me incomplete because I'm not God. Yeah. I'm an expression of God right. with other men and women in this body that works, hands, eyes, ears, everything works together for the glory of God. So I yeah. need J.O. here. <laughs> I need J.E. <laughs> and, um, and, um, but, but you, a couple things, I uh, just want to bounce off of that. Every room is important if it's important to God, right? Right. So when we look at Acts 2, 42 through 47, that would be a framework when you're looking on how to build the house. What's important right. to God? Prayer, teaching, signs and wonders, community, food, yeah. right? Yeah. Table. At, at the table, yeah. not just communion, but also table, meals together, which it speaks of play, financial resources and giving, and evangelism. If right. you take Acts 2, 42 through 47, if you're saying, what's yeah. a healthy house? It's right there. Yeah. And then everything has, had, has to have somebody championing it to pull it in where it needs to go, and then something championing their own to make it whole. You know, right. It's like these seven main things in Acts 2.47 working together. Now, what I would say that is true is I love the fireplace illustration because every room has a fire. None of these yeah. are entities that run off of man. And what we do is sometimes we say, well, you know, the encounter room, that runs off the fire of God. But the living room community, oh, that's just a human thing. Man, yeah. you ever tried to love a human on your own strength? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a move of the Holy Spirit. If I can get the living room with people different from myself and love them in the name of Jesus, that's a way deeper move than me worshiping vertically with a bunch of people. I mean, to actually right. live with people. Right. Whoa, now we're talking Spirit of God moving with fire. So yes. I think what happens is we say some things are fire-based and some things aren't. Wow. Yeah. But the, the kitchen demands an anointing of intimacy and vulnerability and honesty with each other. The living room is a deferring to one another, a listening. I got to go lower. The bedroom is a vertical, absolute sellout, you know. Um, and the study means, golly, I don't. I don't want to dig deep here, but it's the king of glories to seek out a matter. So yeah. you've got to dig deep. Uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. For me, uh, back to the, the learning from everybody, you know, people would be surprised sometimes. So let me give you an example. So theologically or even movement wise, like John Piper wouldn't be my affiliation, but I love listening to John Piper and learning and being challenged by John Piper. He's not where I land holistically, but but he's a gifted, anointed teacher in the body yeah. of Christ. He is a river of life, and I make that a stream in my house. So yeah. I, need, I need his river, and then I take what I need, and I bless him and honor him, though I'm not in his house. Yeah. So I don't have to, to uh, denigrate his house because it's not my house. But That's I can right. learn from his house and bring it into the house that God's given us. That's right. And, and, uh, and I think that that's, that's what God's trying to pull us to is maturity, sure. where I can learn from anointed people who carry passions, even if I don't like the way they carry it, 
They're anointed mm -hmm. by God. They have a message right. from God. Mm -hmm. And man, when that is, when we're humble enough to realize that and realize that none of us are God unto ourselves or even our movement, I think we have a beautiful movement called by God to demonstrate church and glory in Acts 2, 42 through 47. But Antioch is a part of the move of God on the earth. And therefore, we're going to constantly be learning from other movements and, and uh, partner with other movements for the glory of God. That's right. All right, Jay, what you got, buddy? Well, I was just saying, J.D., before we got on, I was telling Jimmy that you, know, you and I and our families back in our 20s, uh, we're trying to, to do what we're talking about today and <laughs> wish we would have uh, had some of some of these just frameworks. So you didn't call yeah. me. I, I can't hey, help listen, you. <laughs> so if you're a younger leader trying to build uh, build your own house, this is a good conversation to get into. So, J.D., let me throw, go back over to you. As I'm listening to Jimmy and you, one of the things I've appreciated about Antioch is that we we know who God has called us to be we know what god has called us to build but like jimmy said we are able to receive from other streams so as right. a leader that's planted churches in different cities how have you done that uh and how are, or how are you communicating that to that to your local team to where hey these guys have a room that we can really receive from really learn from without it like you said taking over the thing and us forfeiting hey, that, but we're called to build the whole house so talk right. to us about that yeah, I mean, I, I think Jimmy said it great that, you know, something that came up yesterday, even Jimmy, as we were talking, is that when you really, when you're clear that you're building a house and not a room, and I think as a young leader, we assume that people understand Are you guys still there? Are you still there? Yeah, we're here. Keep going, bro. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, so we're back. We, are you all there? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Keep going, bro. It keeps freezing. Um, so, yeah, so we assume that it's clear because it's clear to us. And right. the fact is, is that it's really not. It's not clear to the people that are around you. Like, if you're going to plant a church or if you're going to start something new, you are way more intuitive of a leader than you probably even think you are. You probably think you're calculated and strategic, but you're probably calculated and strategic in the moment because you're feeling intuitively what needs to happen. And so I have learned the hard way that I have to just keep bringing back to my team that we're not just this one thing, that we're all of these things. Mm -hmm. And that really has helped with the framework and what Jimmy said yesterday when we were talking, it frees my team up and me to say, yeah, you know what? This room of our house needs to be strengthened. It needs right. to be better. So let's go learn from people who do this room really, really well. Yeah. And so if, you, if you've got a, you know, if you, there's a lot of churches that do the bedroom, the deep intimacy encounter really, really well. If you're like, man, we don't have that send teams up there, send people yeah. to their yes. learn, encounter learn. nights, like go learn, go feel it, absorb it. And then don't feel like you have to come and recreate it. Say, okay, Lord, there's something on them in this house that we don't have to complete our house. Now, what's the expression that you want us to carry here? Yeah. So 
we're always saying, hey, or I'm always like, I mean, I listen to John Piper, read John Piper all the time. I'm not a Calvinist, nor, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't have great revelation yes. and really amazing theology on the church and on who God yes. is. And, and so, but I think that that's where we get balance, right? And sometimes sure. in our youth, um, we're scared of people who are different than us because we don't even really know who we are yet. We're still learning. That's and true. so yeah. their, their difference feels like a threat because you're like, Ugh. and yeah. so what happens is we just dig into to what we know, the room that we are drawn to. And those become, yeah. quote unquote, our people, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. man, they get me. Now this yeah. stream, they really get <laughs> me. They, I tell you, they really... If we were just more like this, I'd feel really seen and known Ooh, and valued and heard. Uh, but the truth is, it's like, no, that's just a room. Like, yeah. that's that's a room. And they do that room really, really well. And the thing is, is that we're all, every church is building a house. Yes. But it's God sometimes raises up different rooms in the house within the church. Yeah. But they're still churches. Yeah. And so yeah. they have the other rooms. They're just not famous for them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying and so yes. it, I think that's also just important especially I've got a lot of young leaders with me that, that are on our team and I, I see myself when I was 20 years old just being like you see something it hits your heart and yeah. you're like they must have it that that's must it. be what God's doing like yes. that's the deal and so then when you're in a when you're we're in a staff meeting and we're talking about discipleship and it's like get really practical. Who are you discipling? Yeah. Like we need to know, they're like, no, 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 man. Like we need to just get into that. We room. need to, we need to go say glory a hundred times. <laughs> then the city will be changed. I'm like, I want to do that too. Like I really do. But there's this also this discipleship piece of who we are that yeah. really, really matters. So I think yeah. it's communication. Yeah. I think it, it really demands clarity, but also yeah. I'll say this, you have to release people and celebrate what they carry. Yeah. Like I like I've got a girl on my team. She she's our discipleship. We call her the pastor of spiritual development. She's so passionate about people growing in God. I need even more than me from like a developing curriculums and stuff for she's just like excited about it. I need to tell her I need this. I need you to be this fired up about this. Yes. I need yeah. you to to carry this. And so as a leader, me calling that out values that room, right? Like yeah, you're, yeah. what you put, what you, what you celebrate, people notice. Yeah. And then what I have to do then is make sure I'm leaning into Lindsay and helping her understand how her room fits into the house. Yeah. Because if yeah. she's passionate about it, then she is naturally going to think that her room should be the house. That's human nature. And so if yeah, I'm not yeah, leaning yeah. in and helping connect that, then silence breeds confusion. Mm. And so it's, it's celebrating, it's calling out the, the gold that's in people. And at the same time, being like, hey, let's again, let's look at the whole picture. Yeah. This is how yeah. this fits into this. This, yeah. is what, this is why we need you to carry this so that people can grow here and, and all of those things. And, and so uh, that, that's been helpful, Jay. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so Ecclesiastes 7.18 says, it's the glory of God to take hold of one thing and not let go of another. 
So mm. the beauty of the church is called a body because there will always be tensions, again, under the rule and reign of Jesus. So yes. just maybe maybe a little wrap-up thought here. And, Jay, I'm going to give you the, the last thought, okay. all right, because you're the, you're the host here. It's everything is unto Jesus, right? So he is our leader. We're submitted to him. We have the scriptures, so we know kind of the, the, the blocking and tackling here. We've got Acts 2, 42 through 47. We know what a healthy, alive-looking church is. So That's we right. know Jesus is speaking about all that already. But then we have this now word of the Lord, because there are seasons God's saying, this room is underdeveloped. We need to do a little construction here, guys. Yeah. So we're going to need everybody leaning in and supporting the construction of this part of the house or the reconnection to this part of the house. So there's always that going on. It's just always happening in a human body. It's happening in a family all the time. You know, we always say, you know, for us as a family, people often say, how did you parent your kids? And how did you guys stay together? And how do y'all still stay together? Three times a year, we do our little roles and goals thing. It's not so much about the actual roles and goals we come up with. It's that we sit down three times a year. And, how you doing? What yeah. are you seeing? What's the so Holy Spirit saying to you? How can I get behind you? We're, we're mm -hmm. in with you. What do we see that's underdeveloped in each other? Where do we need right. to rally around? It's just that recalibration because we are a family of multi-personalities and people that God's called to walk together. Yeah. So it's those check-in moments to know what is God leading us in this season? What's the Holy Spirit? Because God knows how to build the house. He's the leader of the house. That's so in right. The end, building the perfect house by man's best efforts doesn't get us to the glory of God. So, so again, we're not even, as we're talking about this, so how do you stay in perfect balance? You follow the perfect God. That's Who right. knows who's the architect of the house? That's right. <laughs> and, and you just got to be willing to humbly realize um, that we are always going to be in a tension if we're living with people, but it is a holy, beautiful tension when we're living in humility and honor of one another so that the fullness of Christ can be made manifest in the house of God. That's All right. right. We got, we, we're just planting seeds today. We'll turn this into a podcast. You can go to the Passion Purpose podcast and pick this up. But Jay, we're giving you the last word, bro. Right. So J.D., I was actually in Austin last week. If I would have come to uh, see you and Liz, you would have taken me through your house and your rooms would have been laid out differently. We're in Jimmy's house right now. Then Jimmy and Laura's house is laid out. We've got friends from Michigan in town right now. Last night, Christy took him through every room um, in the house and she showed them, oh, the original house, it used to be like this and this room was this size, but we changed it for this reason and we reconfigured it, and now the room looks like this. You've probably done that. You've done yeah, that. Yeah. So I think a contentness, a contentedness with how everyone has their own local houses configured with an openness and a freedom to where if God is saying, hey, next Bust year we're going to take that wall out because we're going to expand this one. It's going to reduce right. that one. It doesn't change the value, but it's under it's Jesus' leadership yeah, yeah, yeah. in building the house. And then I celebrate jd and liz's house i celebrate jimmy and laura's mm -hmm. house and we're and so we're able to be in one another's houses so good under, all under the leadership of jesus amen. Mm. amen amen we love everybody hey thanks for listening in and i just want to say we're in a unique window in history don't mm -hmm. miss jesus he's walking by right now amen
Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.